0: while you're there you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ thanks again for joining us and we hope you enjoy today's message the word of
1: god. tell somebody, i'm ready for the word of god she done spoiled my intro see y'all up here behind me walking around she don't know how to act y'all she don't know how to act y'all i want y'all to want y'all to get this is not just some christmas message this is a word from god you're about to hear I'm gonna take. am gonna give you personal validation. I know this woman. I've known her since she was 18 years old. She is a woman of God. She is the. She is the best Christian I know. When I say that, when I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not fluffing her up. She is the best Christian I know. She challenges me to be a better man, to be a better husband, and to be a better Christian. I want you to put your hands together, scream real loud, make her feel real good for my wife, my babies, mama of my three children, Tiffany Cooper Jones, come on! Oh my goodness, amen, amen. Now can we give Jesus a praise? Can y'all sing a little bit of this with me? Oh. Focus on. little bit on today we thank you God for the word that you've given me we thank you for the word God that people are going to receive on today we thank you God that our ears are open our hearts are open God I even decrease even the things that are on the paper I decrease God I shall not say what the spirit of God wants to say on today God have your way God, I know people came to see their grandchildren or their aunts or whatever they came for today. But I thank you, God, that they're going to meet you. They're going to meet you, God. They're going to feel you. They're going to know that you love them. That you care for them. That you hadn't forgotten about them. That you see them right where they are. That God, fill this place. Fill this place with more of you. Fill each and every heart, God, with more of you. We bind up the hand of the enemy that's causing them to be a little distracted and off-focused, God. We bind that hand that's trying to have them think about all kind of things, God. Our focus and our priority are on you this morning. Again, God, this is your service. This is your day. Hallelujah. We release this little bit of time we have into your hands and we'll forever give your name all the glory and honor and praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated may be seated. Oh, God is just so good. This has been a wonderful day. I love it to see the little babies just do their little thing to give God glory. But let's go to the Word of God. Thank you again, all those of you that have joined us here today at Fellowship Church. I welcome you again. And feel free to join us anytime and come back. But I'd like for you to turn to Luke, familiar scripture. Luke, the first chapter, the 26th through the 38th verse. I'm just gonna in kindergarten if those of you know that I'm a teacher so I'm gonna read us a little story today read us a little scripture read us a little story in Luke the first chapter 26 through the 38 verse I'm gonna be reading from the message Bible and I think that's the translation that's up on the screen as well amen I think most people have it and I'll go I'll go ahead and start it says in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy God sent the angel Gabriel to the Galilean village of Nazareth to a virgin engaged to be married to a man descended from David. His name was Joseph and the virgin's name Mary. Upon entering, Gabriel greeted her. Good morning. You're beautiful with God's beauty. Beautiful inside and out. God be with you. She was thoroughly shaking, wondering what was behind a greeting like that. But the angel reassured her, Mary, You have nothing to fear. God has a surprise for you. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son and call his name Jesus. He will be great, be called son of the highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. He will rule Jacob's house forever, no end ever to his kingdom. Mary said to the angel, but how? I've never slept with a man. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will c- come upon you. The power of the highest hover over you. Therefore, the child you bring to earth will be called holy, son of a God. Good morning. You're beautiful, Mary. With God's beauty, both inside and out, God be with you. If I had to do a text and all that, I'd, I'd probably um, title it, you know, the The proposal. Because I want today to look at a lot of times from the scripture we can have, Mary, did you know? And a lot of times it's talking about Jesus, this wonderful son of God and this creature that you were carrying. But I want us to look, look at Mary today. I'm Mary. You all are Mary. Mary was given a special mission from God. And today, if you belong to Jesus and you've confessed him as your personal savior, and even if you hadn't quite yet, you have a special mission from God. I can remember, you know, even before I got saved, just kind of feeling like, not remembering, remembering I didn't know Jesus. Then knowing when I found him, I was like, oh, that's what I was missing all this time in my life. That void of not knowing, God, where, what are, you, where are you taking me? Where are you going? What, are, this plan that you have for my life, what have you created me for? All these different questions, but it wasn't until I found God, until Jesus saved me. And I could see, okay, God, you do have a plan and a purpose for my life. We've all been there. A lot of you may be right now saying, God, you know, people in church talk about purpose and plan, but you may not have quite figured it out yet, and that's okay. But I wanna talk about Mary. Do you know that she was just a young teenager in an unimportant town called Nazareth in the hills of Galilee? She was poor, but she had a, came from an honorable family. Her family were descendants of Israel's greatest king, She'd been trained in scripture, and we all know that she was already assigned to Mary Joseph. For 400 years, God had been learning, teaching her how to be a good Jewish wife and mother. And so I say again, we can all learn from Mary, whether you're a man, even the children, this message is for you on today. Because I want want you to see just how much she was just like you and me. She didn't have, she wasn't from all these fancy places and things like that. She was just basically going about her life, doing what she was doing. Just an average person, an average person. And so when we look at the 26th verse, and I'm going to read that again, it says, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. And then the angel just comes to Mary and says, Mary. And she's all troubled It says, do not be afraid. You're going to have, you're going to have a son. You're going to conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and his name shall be called Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. This is what this angel is telling her. What can we learn? What do you think Mary was thinking? Like what in the world? What have you? What are you just telling me that I'm gonna carry all this thing that I've been preparing for in my house? I've been learning how to do this. We've been talking about this Messiah, and you're telling me that I'm the one that's gonna ca- carry it? I don't know what plans Mary had for that day, but I want us to all think about. Mary was kind of interrupted with her day-to-day task. She was interrupted, what we say, what I think is an invitation. For God's goodness, for God's grace, for God, for God to work in her life. And so often we feel like God is inter- interrupting us in our lives. But he's actually inviting us to something bigger and better. Bigger and better. So interruptions are really invitations for God. Think about it. Who else was interrupted in the Bible? God with Moses. Moses was going about then happened to see that burning bush and God was speaking to him. Told Moses he was going to be a deliverer to, of God's people. Also David, David was a shepherd boy. He's going, we we talked about, I think pastor Cooper talked about that the other week, he's going out serving lunch and all of a sudden he comes in contact with Goliath. Your plans will be interrupted. Some of you even in here, we don't have to even go on the Bible. Some of you weren't thinking about church. You weren't church people. You weren't even religious, but God interrupted your plans. You may have had a coworker. Some of you are here today because somebody said, come with me to church. Come and sit down, and, and I got something for you. could have been something that you heard on the radio. You were not interested. You weren't interested in that. So I ain't got time for that And those people. But then finally, you surrender. You come to church, something you heard, but most importantly, the spirit of God starts grabbing at your spirit. You feel a little tear start to come down, and next thing you know, your hands are lifted, and you're surrendering to God. You had to do, you came, you came in and you touched by a song. Could have been at this church or somewhere else, but your heart began to change. And suddenly you found yourself drawn. That one time you may have come, then you started coming back, then you're coming back. The next thing you find yourself working in an auxiliary or just something, but you desire to be more like God. Something dramatically changed. Nobody had to make anything. Something dramatically changed. So again, when she thought, Wow, God, you know, what we think that sometimes is like, God, please, I got my plans. I got things going on in my life. I don't got time for that. Mary stopped and was listening to what the angel said. That was a great interruption. That was an invitation for God to do some wonderful things. Proverbs 16:9 says, and we've heard this, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Jeremiah says, I know the plans that I have for you declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for calamity. To give you a future and a hope. I know the plans that I have for you. We we can't get so busy with our plans. I've told you this. A lot of you in the women have heard me say this. I had a plan for my life. I had a plan for my life. I said, I'm going to go back home. I'm from Charlotte. I'm going to go back home. going to stay with my mom and my dad. And I'm going to be good. I'm going to be chilling. Well, started coming to this church, met my husband and God just started grabbing my heart. The next thing I knew my desires had changed. I wanted more of God. And long story short, I listened to God and said, God, I wanted to be where you were more than what I wanted to do for my life. Amen. He says, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither my ways your ways for as high as the heavens than the earth. So are my ways higher than yours. God is higher than your plans. You may plan, and that's always that balance. You know, Pastor Tony is telling us, get it, you know, get these things in order, put this in line, but God's plans, God's ways are always higher than what we want to do, higher than what we want to do. And so we have to trust God's plans. Again, it's good to have plans, but God's plans are always the best. Mary didn't know that day. She didn't know if somebody would say, Mary, what you going to be doing, you know, on Tuesday, the day that Gabriel's going to come. She's like, I don't know. Nothing special, but look how her life changed in that one instance, in that one encounter. Don't let God's invitations be what you think that are gonna just be things that are in, uh, interrupting you. It may not always be God. There may be someone that comes to you and says, I need you to do this for me. Can you pray for me? Can you stop? Can you take some time? Don't be so busy because God is always moving. And as we're going into to 2018 and as Pastor Tony keeps teaching us, We are the vehicles that God is using. God is going to do some great and mighty things, but it's us. I dare, me stopping from someone could help save their life. You know, somebody that's thinking about committing suicide or somebody, a child that's thinking about running away. We've got to be sensitive to to what Jesus is doing and what God is saying. So then in verse 34, it says, Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be since I do not know a man? How many people ever ask the question, how, how God, how God, how God, we in God? all these questions. How God, what are you going to do? Again, I just told you how God, am I going to be a mama, be a pastor's wife, going to be an aunt, going to be a sister, going to be a friend? How God, am I going to fit all this stuff in my life? How am I going to make room? How am I going to make space? How God? What am I going to do when you tell me to quit my job because you got something else maybe planned for me? How, God, are you going to, if you tell me to start this business, how am I going to get this done? How am I going to have the money to go to school, God? How are you going to tell me to leave something that's so familiar and move to something that's so uncomfortable? How am I going to do this? This is what Mary said to this. Again, she's just like all of us. She's just like all of us. We're asking all these questions. God. How in the world can this be, God, how? Even when I became a pastor's wife or when Pastor Tony got his position, I said, God, so you were thinking about that when I was like five? You were thinking about that when I was in my mama's womb, that I would be here today? I think about that, like how God is so strategic and how he's alpha and omega and how he sees the beginning and the end. And he puts all things together and does all things so well. You've got to know this message. And as I keep going, it's all about believing who God is and knowing that he loves you, he cares for you, and that he's got your back. He is not going to come up with nothing crazy for you in your life. You've got to trust his plan. God is rarely going to ask us to do something that we can do in our own ability. I'm learning that. I love this message because I'm learning as I'm teaching you, I'm learning as well. God is never gonna give us to do something that we can do in our own ability. When I did say surrender to become a teacher, yes, there's sometimes that's a gift in my family. I come from generations, people teach. So a part of that was something I felt like I could do. So there's some things innately within you, just, you just may be able to do. But a lot of times when God is calling you to do something, don't feel like you've gotta already have it all together. Don't feel like you gotta have A and D and T, all the lines, all the dots connected. That's where he comes in. That's where he comes in. And that's what he wants us to depend on him and not on our own strength. Not on our own abilities. And that's what Mary was doing. She was measuring her inability by God's ability. So she basically was pretty much saying, you know what, God, I can't do it, so neither can you. I can't, uh, I can't do it, God, so I can't do it. So neither can you. We know all the stories in the Bible, the inadequacies. But we've heard the word of God all the time. If God has called us to something, he is going to prepare the way for us. He doesn't send us ahead. He doesn't put us in places to fail. He is with us and guiding us every step of the way. But we got to take a step back. We can't think that we're so much in control and we got it so going on in our head. we got all the plan and this is going to come. And that is the balance of what we're trying to do. We cannot put our our trust and our confidence in this flesh. Another scripture that I love and I've learned, there's no good thing in this flesh. Nothing. No matter how you try to maybe dress it up or do all the other stuff, there's no good thing in this flesh. I will always go before my father and ask him, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? Where do you want me to walk away from? Who do you want me to walk away from? I'm always asking him these questions because there's nothing good in Tiffany. No matter how my righteousness is like filthy rags before the master. So I always stay at a position where I can come and come to my father submitting to him. So as you're asking your question, how God, he can. God has already strategically put everything together, everything together. We just have to have confidence in them. But I love what her response was. I love what the angel's response was. He told us about this helper. Anybody ever had strength from a helper before? Oh, I know I have. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is my helper. The Holy Spirit is my helper. He's not just a doer, but he has been sent to us to help us. John 14, 26 says, but the helper... Oh, yes. The Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all things that I have said to you. Thank you, God, for being a helper, for sending the helper. John 14, 16 through 18 says, and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper and that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Hallelujah, because it neither sees him nor knows him. I thank him for that. The world doesn't know him. Not the way that we're supposed to know him. So even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you who know him for he dwells within you and will be with you. He dwells in you and will be with you. Hallelujah. And I love this one. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Hallelujah. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. I will be there right by your side. You won't be like an orphan. God is with you. The helper is on the way. The helper dwells within you. You are not alone. I thank God for that. That's the how. That's what comes. It's going to lead, teach, and guide you to all truth and understanding. You are not alone. He's walking right with you. When God is calling you, he will equip you. When God is calling you, he's going to stretch you. He's going to stretch you. 2018, it's going to be a good word, but he's going to stretch us. I know he's going to stretch me. I'm like, but you know, I said, Lord. But that's the battle. That's the battle. That's the battle. But that's what we're talking about today. God, if you've told me, you told me I'm going to have some help. You've already talked about the plans. Then what do I have to do? There's nothing more to do. But he is going to stretch us to do everything. Guess what? That we didn't even think that was possible. He's going to stretch us to do everything that we thought. All we need is more of God. And we cannot do it in our own. You know, we often sing the song, you are my strength. Strength like no other. And you reach down to me, God. I cannot do it on my own. But with you, I can do it. I can do all things. All things I can do through you. She would need God to make it happen. All these, the big things that God may tell you, the thing that seems impossible, just like it told Mary, we are married. We are married. That business, it's not as, it doesn't seem as glamorous or I guess as sacred as carrying the Savior. But those things, they still seem impossible. Those healings where the doctor may have said, this will never be healed. God is still in that as well. All things can happen. And that leads us right up to 37. He said, for with God, nothing will be impossible. Can we say that for with God, nothing will be impossible. Let's say it again for with God, nothing will be impossible. One more time for with God, nothing will be impossible. He's laid out the plan for us. Sometimes he'll do that. Sometimes he's just going to remind us nothing's impossible. Especially around here, I I feel like a lot of times, God, Lord, we have got so many good words. We have got so many things that God has directives and things that God has said. You know, last week, Pastor Cooper was telling us, it's not too late. You can finish, you know, a lot of people are packing up and getting ready for 2018. But it's not too late to even finish 2017. So it's not like we do not get the word. It's not like that God does not speak to us. I know for a fact in this house. So again, sometimes he's gonna lay out the plan and sometimes he's gonna say, I got you. I got you, Mary. I got you, Mary. Come on, hold your head up. Don't be afraid. Take one step, take another step. I'm leading you into something. And I'll tell you this, somebody once told me, it was Pastor Tony, but a lot of times, it's when God, he, he, he always telling me, challenging challenged me and I thank God for him, I thank God for him but it's like when you start doing the work, that's when the help comes. When you start moving out and you like, you start making the plans or you start saying, okay, I'm gonna go back to school, so you start studying, or even something as simple as, you feel like, okay, God may have called me to encourage people or preach. Start getting your Bible and pre-, You know, as Sister Pat would preach to JoJo or dogs. Preach to whoever it is that you have around you. You don't have to have a a big platform like this. Whatever you find your hands doing, do it right where you are. If you work with children, minister to the children. If you have somebody you just need to call up, if you see somebody at the store, but start actively doing it. And then you realize, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I don't have to be afraid of doing anything. So God was telling Mary, it's not impossible if you try to do it on your own it's going to be impossible but if you can do it god i don't know how you're asking me to do this but god you can be generous when i don't have much i trust you that should be your prayer when i don't have much when i feel inadequate when i don't know what i'm doing god i trust you i trust your ways god i didn't believe that you were going to heal my marriage god i didn't believe you were going to heal my children God, I didn't think you were gonna make a way and financially bless us, but I trust you because nothing is impossible with God. God, there's no way that you could do all these things, but God is saying today, it's possible, it is possible, all things are possible with God. All things are possible with God. To him that believe in him, that love him, that are called according to his purpose, all things are possible to God. You just have to believe it. I know you're hearing it, but you just have to have that. Know so in your spirit that God, I can do anything through you. I thank you for your spirit and I thank you for your power. So then Mary said, okay. She looked at it. Gabriel comes. She's all fearful about what in the world, this assignment that I have. You've interrupted my day, God. Now I've told you what she thought was an interruption was now an invitation to do great and mighty things in her life. She wrestled with God. Is this possible? She wrestled with God, but how? And I've told you, oh, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you, Mary. The angel said, so now what does Mary do? Verse 38, it says, then Mary said, behold, I am the maid servant of Behold, I am the maid servant of the Lord. Look at her confidence. That means I'm a slave to God. That means, God, you got me right where you want me. God, I surrender all to you. God, I surrender all to you. And then she said, let it be to me according to your word. Let it be to me, unto me, according to the word. And the angel departed from her. I can remember... Years, years ago, gosh, 20 years ago. Oh, thank you, God. We used to go, our ministry, we used to travel. We used to go up to Rob Parsley's church and go to World Harvest Church. And I'd never seen this scripture um, being sung, but the um, one of the worship leaders they, there, she would say, Be it unto me according to your word, for I have not seen. And ears have not heard the good things that the Father and all He has in store. So be it unto me, be it unto me, my Lord. I think 20 years later. I can finally really sing that song. I remember I left there because we, when we would leave there, it would be a hype time. We like, oh yeah, we done been to the mountain. We had a good time coming back and laying hands on people and just falling out, all that good stuff. But then I started thinking about that thing. I said, oh, being unto me according to your word. And they, you know, they, they, we added on, you know, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. But it shook me. I said, oh no, can't sing that one quite yet. Be it unto me, not ready for it, not ready for you, And that's why you see the tears in my eyes. Because as we sing these songs to the Father, the songs like, for your glory, I will do anything. I take it very seriously. I don't just sing those songs, just to be singing them. Because that's just the greatest little anthem that's going on right now. We sing them because God, when you're singing that, that means you're dying a little bit more. That means you're surrendering a little bit more to God, his will and his plan. That means you're saying, God, less of me and more of you. Be it unto me, Jesus. Have your way in my life, God. Eyes have not seen and ears haven't heard. Be it unto me. That means no matter what, do no, you take me on the valley? I, I sing it. When I'm in the valley, when I'm on the mountain, whatever it is you have for me, God, I surrender to your plan and to your way it unto me God it was all over at that point there was the angel just left it is done Mary said I gladly accept the challenge I gladly accept the invitation I gladly accept the spirit of God so now she's encouraged to go about walking in the calling that God has called her to But you know why I didn't, you know why I I think it took me so long to see as we're growing and walking in God, I didn't realize how big God was. You know, we go from faith to faith and glory to glory. I was just looking at me and, and my inabilities like Mary and how God, I surely I can't do that. But God, his love, his kindness, it draws us. And he reminds us that, I got you, I'm with you, I'm for you, I don't want you to fail. I don't want you to fail. So that's what I was looking at like, oh God, I can't do this. I can't. I can do nothing in my own strength. That's why we mess up. I cannot do it. You can't do it on your own. Stop trying to do it by yourself. Stop trying to do it by yourself. And you're going to do it. You're going to need a little bit more people than Jesus. We keep hearing that in messages. Each and every one of you can be somebody's answered prayer. Each and one of you can be somebody's encourager, somebody's community, somebody's strength for that day. Jesus will come, but I need more than just Jesus. I love your hooks. I love your encouragement. I love your smiles. I love your, your phone calls. I love your chicken pies. I love what you know, all the good things that we do, your food that you bring. I love everything. We cannot do it on our own. So Mary was excited about what God was gonna do with her. And we should be. I know there may be some mental things that you you feel like you gotta get through, but we should be excited. It is an honor and a privilege. I, I, we, Pastor and I, when we were telling our kids, you know, it's, it's not like we, we get to serve God. We get to be leaders of a church. We get to do this. It's an honor. Not that I got to go to church. I got to do this. It's an honor to serve you. All that you have done. All the ways that you have made just for creating and thinking about me. It's an honor. It's an honor and a privilege. So I know some of you have been resisting God. I know you've been resisting them. I have. I have. I know you've been resisting them. Don't want to come to church. Don't want to pray. Don't want to spend the time. Don't want to call somebody that God has put in your spirit. Don't want to be bothered. I know you've been doing it. I know. It's just flesh, y'all. I'm telling you. There's no good thing in it. But God is challenging us all today just to accept it. Accept it his grace to endure accept it uh, accept his love accept his will for your life accept his empowerment accept his spirit the holy spirit accept it accept all the plans that god has for you it's going to be easier that way it's going to be easier that way when you just say okay god i surrender to your plan You never know. He may call you to start a ministry. He may may call you to give more. He may help you to help with a broken relationship. It may be going back to school. It may be even just leading somebody to Christ. Don't ever think it's got to be so deep. It's not that deep sometimes. It can just be simple things. And I've told you all this, but when I first... Became seeking God and I said, God, what is my plan and my purpose? He told me, do the basic things. Love God, love people, pray. Spend committed time, dedicate your life to me. Treat people with loving kindness. Don't worry about trying to, you know, do all this other stuff that we can, as a church, can get caught up into. Do the basic things. Accept that. Accept that you're not perfect. Accept that you don't have it all together. Accept that you're going to have some bad days. Accept that you can't see it all. You're not going to know it all. That's where trusting comes. Accept it. Accept it. Accept that there's going to be some things that you're just going to, as he's molding you and shaping you, you know, it's going to be some hard things because this flesh is dying and God is getting out of you what he wants out of you. Accept it. It's gonna inconvenience you. You may have to get up in the morning. Just accept the plans of God, accept His will, and then we'll receive and we'll see that we're all the more like Mary, all the more just like Mary, just uncommon. Didn't have a lot, but just as she did, from step by step by step. At the end of the day, Mary said, "God, I'm your maid servant." And I want to do all that God has me to do. Amen. 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 Can we all stand to our feet? I ask you today, will you accept the proposal? Will you accept the proposal that God has given us today? Will you rely on Jesus or will you rely on your own strength? He wants you to do know that he's already qualified you to do it. Know that you're not alone, that you're not by yourself. Know that he is making and shaping you. And I want you all just to repeat after me as I say this. Join hands with a neighbor so they can feel that we're all in this together. It's our confession today. Say in the name of Jesus. I am a believer. I believe God's Word. I am what the Word says I am. I can do what the Word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He never leaves me. He never forsakes me. Since the greater one dwells within me, the greater one dwells within me, since the greater one dwells within me, I can overcome every situation. The faith of God resides in me. The faith of God resides in me. <kung> the faith of God resides in me. And through it, I have the victory. And through it, I have the victory. And through it, I have the victory. victory. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Keep holding hands with that neighbor as I close us out. God, we thank you for your word on today. We thank you, God, that we are more than conquerors. We thank you for the spirit of God that dwells in each and every one of us. We thank you for your word, God, that you spoke on today that we are just like Mary. You've been called us to some situations, God, that may seem impossible. You've called us to do some things that we simply have not wanted to do, but we thank you on today, God, that we surrender all to you. We won't be afraid. We won't be ashamed. We won't be prideful. God, we won't think that we can do it all all on our own. We will realize that you've sent us a helper. That you've sent us help, God. Not only in the sanctuary, but you've sent your spirit that's going to lead, teach, and guide us. Holy Spirit, come. Breathe afresh on your people. Even now, God, let them know that you're with them, that you love them. Hallelujah, God, that you know the plans that you have for them. God, cover us, hover over us, just like you are going to hover over Mary. Hover over us, Jesus. Hover over us, Jesus. Hover over us. So that we can feel you each step of the way. And even when we don't feel you, we can know that the Spirit of God that's dwelling in us. Hallelujah! That Spirit of God is dwelling with us, and you know that you are so close by God. Have your way in our lives, God. Even as we're ending this year and sorting through some things and getting things together. Have your way in our lives, God. Realizing there's nothing impossible with you. Realizing that all things are possible through you, God. Realizing that we can do all things through Christ. That strengthens us, God. As I've said before, God, you are the potter. And we are the clay. You are the potter. And we are the clay. Shape us, God. Mold us, God. Take out everything that's not in us that you cannot use. Take out everything, oh God, that's hindering us from getting to the next place in you. Take it out, God, and reveal it to us, Jesus. Take the scales off our eyes, God. Unclog our ears, God, because sometimes we can't hear you. We think we're hearing you, God, but how we missed it. We think we're seeing you, God, but we're seeing something else. Have your way, Jesus, even now. Find us right where we are. We'll always depend on you, Jesus. We'll always depend on you. For you're the great I am. And you are God alone. We give your name glory, we give it honor, and we give it praise. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Can you just worship him and tell him thank you?